This UFC 285 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet 100, get 100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNNBET. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the College Basketball Experience. March Madness is heating up. And you need to subscribe to the college basketball experience. It's awesome, baby. Hey, this is Bill Romanowski. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. A little, re- little remix there, huh? Real well, money, Kramer. I think I forgot the Kramer uh, there. Um, uh, it's it's been a little while <laughs> since we've had the opportunity to talk about one of our all-time favorite athletes, yes. both uh, on and off the in and out of, in the ring and outside the <laughs> ring, Mister <laughs> John Bones Jones. Sean, when's the last time we dabbled with the? Uh, it's been a while, and, and, and we're felt, not here to talk slap league. Just it's just so everyone. Uh, I know, on. I know, everyone's on their seat. We are open to pitches for the slap fight uh, gambling podcast. So oh, if no. you are a slap fight sharp, please reach out to us. Uh, we will get you a podcast asap. Uh, those guys, fa- like half their face is fun. It's so funny. It, it really blew my mind when one of the guys tested positive for cocaine. Not that he was on cocaine, but that they were testing these guys. Yeah. Of course, you're going to be on drugs if you're in the Slap fight league. Cocaine too. <laughs> yeah, I mean throw uh, a little in the gums before you get started. Oh wow. Man. Not only are we back, Ryan, talking oh. MMA, we're making our return. Obviously, John Bones. Jones is making his return. Also, Jong in the chat. Yes. He's making his return. Great to see Jong. YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Chat is lit. We got it all going on, and we got a special guest coming up. Before we get to that, though, Ryan, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Oh, listen to that sound. You're looking to bet on the MMA, aka UFC, NBA, NHL, college basketball, March Madness is here. Oh, man, just imagine parlaying some sweet college basketball picks with some sweet, sweet UFC 285 action. So many ways to win over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Spin that parlay wheel. Bet big, win bigger over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNNBET. State restrictions apply. Make sure you put, do those parlays responsibly. Parlay responsibly, as always. And of course, uh, offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you're somebody who knows a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. And make sure you check out the SGPN merch store. Ooh. We got a new promo going 10% off when you spend more than $40 and use the code MADNESS. That's mm-hmm. right, 10% off when you use the promo code MADNESS. I, so uh, again, we have the first half undershirts. Uh, we got some basically sweet- an irrational parlay rebate. 
There right? you go. That's what we're doing right there. <laughs> there you go. Joining us here to talk UFC 285. You know him as one of the co-hosts of the MMA Gambling Podcast, Mr. Daniel Gumby Vreeland. What's happening, man? Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Hell yeah. Appreciate you coming on. Even though uh, if you're watching youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast, <laughs> he has a giant picture of Troy Aikman right behind it. It's not giant. And honestly, it, small it does kind of look like the game where LeVar Arrington ended his career. So may, maybe, maybe that's what this it is. Was. Not, this is not Troy Aikman scoring a uh, touchdown in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Troy Aikman. This is old, washed up Troy Aikman. You know, so I, 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 I'm okay with that version of Troy they, Aikman. They say memories are unreliable. <laughs> it, it, it's a it's a gift, so I'm guessing it, he does look like a more weathered Troy Aikman. In this one. So I will give you that. He's definitely not not the championship caliber one. Not not prime oh. uh, Troy Aikman. All right, so uh, Gumby, thanks for coming on here, talking UFC 285. Obviously, the big a big story is going to be the return of uh, Bones Jones. We'll get to that. He's real, headlining real quick. It takes getting Gumby on to, for Jong to come back to the show. <laughs> and now is that Jong is, is that, once again our fan. Now that he's oh uh, hey Jong, you should come by the office. It's March Madness time. Come watch some God's Eye. Uh, also coming back in a way, Conor McGregor. He's returning. He's been coaching. Oh man, the Ultimate Fighter. What do you make? A, what do you make of <laughs> McGregor kind of surfacing again? Well, first of all, I can't believe you didn't use the cocaine segue to get to Conor McGregor. Oh, yeah, come uh, on, but, John. But, but second of all, yeah, it, it, it's not quite it, a not quite a giant bear. We need like a gnome cocaine sound effect. Yeah. Uh, so so anyway, yeah, like he, he's back, which is I guess exciting for the sport because whether or not he's putting in the best performances, kind of like I mean, John Jones wasn't putting in the best performances before he left either. I mean, it's good for the sport, right? It's good to have those guys around and the excitement around. Uh, th there is all kinds of weird stuff surrounding that show. They, they seem to be like posting pictures of just them in the house, which uh, that's probably the, a no-no in reality TV history. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's an exciting time to see both him and Bones back in the cage. Yeah. Uh, I was going to, I thought you were going to call him the Irish cocaine bear. <laughs> we need, we need He's got like, that bear walk, you know? Like. We, yeah. We need, uh, we need like the uh, cocaine sound effect mixed with like uh, Irish jig music to play for old uh, Connor McGregor. Yeah. So is Connor McGregor, do we expect him? Obviously he's coaching, but what, what do you think about the, the chances he's actually going to return to the ring as a fighter? So supposedly he's supposed to fight Michael Chandler at the end of the season. They they're super non-committal about the date he's supposed to fight him on, which is, you know, it clearly plays into the hand that like, yeah, he might not be ready. People have said that, you know, he's not being tested by uh by USADA. So, you know, he's <laughs> probably probably juicing to the gills too. Cause if you've seen him in those pictures, it doesn't look like it's just cocaine. Uh, it looks like there might be some other stuff in his system. So uh a couple of picograms if you want to make a John Jones <laughs> reference there too. Uh so yeah, I, I think he's probably gonna fight again. I mean, at some point in time, that whiskey money can only take him so long. He's gonna Proper have to 12. do something in sport. Yeah, although I, I think he's almost completely out of that money. I, I think he sold uh, his half of the company. Now they just use his face for the most part. But you know, hey, that money can only last so long, and that fame can only last so long. So I'm I'm hoping this leads to a fight with Michael Chandler. There's enough <laughs> bad blood maybe from being in the house. Well, and, and I, I like to watch him fight. Yeah, no, he is fun, and you know his antics do bring. Uh, I, I like a good backstory coming into like a big UFC pay per view, even if some of it's hyped up. Just the idea that these guys genuinely hate each other, like it it adds it adds another level well, to the there, fight. There is an element too that it is it is a showman's game. 
and the and the best have always been good showmen as well. So it it is fun to. I mean, look, it, like for me, Conor McGregor is like a circus act. Like I, they, they come to town, I want to see it. John Jones, there's something more. That, that this is like an emotional connection. <laughs> I, yeah, for, it, he's up there with Cordell pa- Cordell Patterson for yeah. greatest athletes on the planet. Yeah, and it, it's it's a like you said, prize fighting, right? Like it, it's it's a showman's game. It's the person who can bring the most people is clearly the winner here. And the thing about the Ultimate Fighter, like you said, it draws eyes to people, right? Like whether or not they have real bad blood or not, you know, you've seen fake fights in the Ultimate Fighter house like seven or eight times between the guys coaching. <laughs> it is a reality it, show, right? Yeah, it does. It doesn't stop me from from buying into it. Rampage ripped the door off one time, and uh, I, I don't know what that door's made of because I can't rip a door in half. But uh, you know, like it was enough to get me to want to watch him fight uh, Rashad Evans, and that fight was terrible. So uh, yeah, yeah. Like, give me give me more of that stuff. Well, yeah. it, it is the story that everyone craves. Like that, I feel like in the beginning of MMA, like becoming like enormous, it was a lot about those stories. Like the Ultimate Fighter had a lot to do with it, but just like the, the second, it's like Hard Knocks, right? The second you peel it back, and you're like, oh wow, this is interesting. Like you know, you got the wife watching, you're like, oh, I want him, to, I want that guy to win. I, I, yeah. And that that's really what it comes down to. It's like it, it like similarly to, as to why Dana White used a, a spout with his wife to promote the slap league. <laughs> that is that is Kramer's Kramer's conspiracy theory is that the uh, that Dana White was gotten into the altercation with his wife to promote the slap league. I I don't know. He seemed to try to distance himself and apologize a bunch, but if he if he did do that, he's a marketing genius. That that's the old no press is bad press deal, yeah, right? Like, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you get a get a draw some eyes to it. Yeah, he he seemed to distance himself from it. He distanced himself from punishment really quick, but but the <laughs> attention maybe not so much. Yeah, he he did do an apology tour, which I can see why the conspiracy. Yeah, if I mess up, I'm not like, all right, now book me on as many shows as possible. I do one apology. I'm not like trying really, to promote. Really sorry, by the way, <laughs> I'll be coming up also on pardon uh, my take TMZ Sports, uh, PTI, whatever it is. I'll be doing the apology tour. All right, let's get to the fights themselves. The undercard first, first off, and again, I'm oh. known for butchering uh, UFC fighter names. <laughs> Sean, I, I, I know, you, I, the, I think I'm going to get some of these right, but some I'm definitely going to mess up. The internet has reached out <laughs> to make sure. John was excited about it. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> let's just put it this way: people remember you pronouncing UFC. Fighter it was, names. it was part of the gimmick there. Uh, first up, <laughs> no now, gimmick. We should be, we should be good here. Tabitha Ricci versus Jessica Penne. Uh, Ricci is a minus three thirty favorite. Penne plus two fifty five. What do you, what do you make of this uh, undercard here, Gumby? Yeah, this was an exciting one because you're getting Tampa the Ricci, who's like a young up and comer for people who aren't super familiar with her. She's only fought three times in the UFC, but she's fighting a former uh, title challenger in Jessica Penne. And I, I really like the fight, despite the fact that her odds have like bloated completely out of control. They started way down at like negative 200, and now they're all the way up, way over negative 300, and they're climbing too. Uh, but one of the things that I saw as like an angle that you like have to hit on this fight is the fact that like Tabitha Ricci doesn't finish anybody. Like mm. the fight just goes to the distance every single time she fights. Um, you know, the only time in the UFC she didn't go to the distance was she took a short notice fight up a weight class against one of the best women in the world in Manol Firo. That would have been a good name for you, Manol Firo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she took a, a fight on super short notice up a weight class. 
uh, and got stopped up there. But apart from that, she just goes to decision every single time. And like her, her decision prop right now is betting off at just barely over even money. So you're getting like a negative 300 favorite for even money uh, on a quick turnaround in against somebody who is like aging and her best years are way behind her in Jessica Penne, which is why you're seeing that number. Like I said, go, go up and up and up on her, despite you, the fact that she was a title challenger. So was this kind of a bit of a setup, like bringing in? Oh, 100%. Yeah, because it, it just from you know the brief research I did sniffing around, it does seem like this is set up to give Richie a little bit of hype to bring her in. Uh, you know, hey, knocking off a former Sean, title challenger gives you a nice little resume what, bulletin. Boy. What did we promise the audience this fall after accidentally getting a little too close to the witchcraft? We don't mess with bad Brazilian bitches. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> so we're taking Richie. Yeah, I like his. Uh, now, what would be better, parlaying Richie money line with maybe the over in rounds, or just taking her decision prop? I think I'd just take her in decision prop because, like, I, I'm I I don't think she's going to get a late stoppage. The thing about Jessica Penne is, even when she was at her her absolute best, like she was a trash striker, but really good at jujitsu. And Richie comes from a judo background. Both of her parents are black belts in judo. She herself is a black belt in judo. She learned jujitsu after that. So, like, her best avenue is also Penny's best avenue. So, like, you're going to see a little bit of a stalemate there. I think she'll have an advantage, like, positionally. But, like, I, I think this is going to the, the cards. I don't think she's going to just, like, wear out Penny. Penny's super tough. So, Sean, if we wanted to, to take our bad Brazilian bitch in a decision. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing a price as good as minus minus one twenty, minus one thirty out there. So really, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. That, that that's, that's pretty good the way to play that one too. And, and to your point before about them clearly setting up like a young up and comer, uh, you know, a bad Brazilian bitch, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I think they did that throughout this whole card. Like you, you, I mean, oh, we're okay. going to talk about a negative 2000 favorite yes. coming up short. Um, but like there are other ones too, like names like Ian Gary, who we won't get a chance to talk about. He's another Irish dude who uh, is fighting on this card. They're just trying to promote their young up and comers. knowing we're going to watch John Jones in the yeah. Smart. That's 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 a that's a good angle. Uh, So next up in the undercard, we got Cody Garbrandt, minus one eighty favorite versus Trevin Jones. Trevin Jones plus one fifty. Dog. What what do you think? What do you? What's your what's your read on this uh, fight here? I think Cody Garbrandt's brain is made out of mashed potatoes at this point, (laughs) uh, which is uh, one of the most one of the easiest ways to fade somebody in MMA because he just goes in there and he has for a while and just swangs and bangs until somebody falls down. And lately it's been him. Uh, and he's up against a super young athletic guy in Trevin Jones, Trevin Jones, even though he's on a pretty gnarly, uh, losing skate himself, he hits hard and he's resilient and he's fought really good competition. Whereas like Cody Garbrandt's getting knocked out by guys who do jujitsu and don't like the box. Um, and, and like, there's nothing worse than seeing a guy whose chin's gone and he doesn't seem to know it yet. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but there is something really nice about knowing that when he's somehow still a negative 180 favorite, um, because like, I, I don't know how you still post this guy as a negative 180 favorite in this day and age when he's getting knocked out left and right. So I, I actually like the dog money a lot here. Yeah. I was going to say he's, he's been around long enough to, for me to have remember him. Well, and, so, and to that point, I, a uh, little bit of inside uh, uh, trivia here. I actually wrote Cody Garbrandt's episode of ridiculousness. <laughs> Got to work with Cody on the episode. No it was way. one of the uh, funnier behind the scenes moments that got edited out of the show. He was like telling the story and uh, it was like, 
Cause the, the premise of the, of the clip package was like, you know, guys that are maybe in real life would end up being MMA fighters, basically an excuse to show some fight videos. And uh, you know, the host uh, Rob Deerdick's having a conversation with Cody. He's like, you ever get into it with a guy or whatever? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. It was actually Christmas day. And uh, this guy uh, kept honking at me at a gas station. So I just, I went up to him and I just beat the shit out of him in front of his family. And he kept laughing. Like it was really funny. I mean, and it was just dead silence. And then me in the background laughing. Cause just like I got him telling the story uh, and him thinking it was so funny. It was uh it was an all timer. So shout out to Cody. Great guy wow. to work with, but I'm with you. Wow. I, I think his time has kind of passed and like the, like the dog play on Trevin Jones here. I was going to say, yeah, I, I like that. He's been throwing even since you knew him back in, uh, in SUVs oh, on, yeah. on the side of the road, pumping gas, <laughs> he's throwing big bombs then. Yeah. doesn't matter. Well, he's ready to throw down. ability to read the room on uh, how, how, how the rest of the audience would take that story in sunny <laughs> Los Angeles. Like, he was like looking around super excited. Like, yeah, I just started punching him and like, they kept yelling, leave him alone. I just kept punching him. It was, <laughs> it was really pretty. He just seems like a guy who likes punching people was really the heart of that story. But uh <laughs> yeah, to, and to Gumby's point, um, with, with the exception of one fight, all of his fights have ended with uh, some sort of stoppage. Recently. Now, now, question though, before we before we load up too big on on Trevin Jones, why why do you think it's it's being priced at minus one eighty? Is it just Cody's name? People are unfamiliar with Trevin. What what do you think the odds makers are seeing in in making him a favorite there? I think it's probably two things. First of all, the name value always carries really heavy in MMA. Like you're, you're yeah. going to see Conor McGregor, despite his losing streak, he's going to post as a favorite. I'm positive. He's going to post as a favorite. And so I think a little bit is, you know, former champion, he gets that rub anyway. And I think the second thing is we do see Trevin Jones on a three fight losing streak, but he's losing to like really hot prospects. Like he lost to this guy, Javid Basharat, who is like a very tough dude out of Afghanistan who wrestles incredibly well. And like, I, I just don't think that people are are contextualizing how good the losses are for Trevin Jones because he's mm. fought some really tough dudes, whereas Cody Garbrandt is just getting knocked out by dudes who are also past their prime. Yeah, I mean, I, it seems like do, do we do do we want to play? Uh, do we want to correlate that? Do we want to play jo- <laughs> Jones uh, inside the distance? Ooh, what do you think? Sean? I think I think I think if it, it ends. I mean, it's kind of end inside the distance. Like it, th- there's got to be so much juice on the, the under in this one anyway, but I would say, yeah, him inside the distance, you, you're probably going to get mm. an extra what plus 50 out of that. Plus, get up oh, to plus 200 it, plus 210. Yeah. I'm see, yeah, as I'm seeing between plus 180 and even some plus two fifties out there. So yeah, I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. I could get, I could get behind. I could get behind something that comes to plus 200, but it, like at plus 180, it's barely different than his money line. You might just be safer on the money line there. We need to get a UF, like an MMA pickaxe for oh. all this value. This value chiseling away, just chiseling away to make the perfect bet. All right. Next up, as we go to the UFC oh. 285 main card, uh, Bo Nickel, uh, or maybe Nicole. A massive minus two twenty twenty three hundred essentially favorite versus Jamie Pickett at plus ten twenty. Now watch a man murder another man. Well, now just confirm with the audience that these are both men, right? Because obviously Jamie, Jamie and Bo, it could be a ladies' fight. For those who haven't done their research and are just tuning in, confirm these are men. These are these are men, and it is nickel. You had it right the first time. Okay. Oh yeah. wow, nice job. Awesome. There you go. So now. 
again, this is in fights like these. This is where I I get killed because I'm like, there's no way I'm betting a minus two thirty favorite. So I just talked myself into the plus one thousand oh, yeah. dog. No, no, we go in. We get our canary. We put on our our mining equipment <laughs> and we get down there. We find the the perfect bet, Sean. Yeah. Um, yeah. I- what about what about you, Dan, uh, uh, Gumby? Is there a way to play this? Uh, I know the odds are insane, but maybe there's a way to play the favorite. Or do you think Pickett has a shot at all? Pitt, Pickett's got no shot. Uh, <laughs> if if there's one thing that Pickett has had that, that's been like a problem, and this is a perfect example of the UFC <laughs> trying to set up one of their their darlings, is like he's had trouble with the wrestling, and he just so happens to be facing a three time <laughs> national champion in collegiate wrestling in Bo Nickel, the Penn State boy. Oh, uh, let's go. Th- Three time, three time uh, Big Ten champion. He finished second in Olympic trials. Uh, and the guy who he lost to wound up winning the gold medal at the Olympics. So, like, he's the highest level of wrestler out there. And if you're looking for a way to play it, because nobody's laying negative 2,300 on anybody <laughs> on a straight money line, uh, except for those betters that show up in the corner of UFC broadcast. Uh, but with that being said, like, him by submission actually makes a lot of sense. Like, it's going to be on the ground. He's won his last two fights by submission, and I'm seeing his submission prop is like under negative 150, and it has been all week. Oh my god, <laughs> that so seems I got, crazy I, I to me. Pe- yeah, I think people think he might go in there and try to like showcase that he can knock him out or ground and pound or like maybe Jamie Pickett is a wily enough veteran to survive. I- I'm not quite sure what the angle is on that, but like I think he's gonna submit him. So you know to get almost even odds on somebody like that, I, I think that's a steal. Well, and especially like even if you weren't aware of his wrestling background, just the fact that a guy is a minus twenty three hundred favorite to win, and you can find his decision prop at minus one fifty, even if he was even submission, if he was a submission submission. Sorry, yeah. Even but, if he was a even if he was a striker, I would take that submission price at minus one fifty. But it, it's uh. And that's also how he's been. I mean, yeah, to, to his point, I, it's like he he would have to go out of his way to do something different. Or if you wanted to get real degen, you could take him to win in the second round. Which, all right, so Sean, he he's won all of his fights in, in all of his professional fights. He's won in the first round. Okay, so the price for him to to end it in the first round is actually worse than that submission price. So you're really? better off taking submission than first round. But what about what do you think his second round price? If, he, if, if this if this wily old old veteran, well, you might get plus odds. And right? Jamie Pickett can can survive to the second round. What do you think? Uh, if 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 round two starts, you can bet that at plus one eighty five. Just no really? no winner. Yeah, which is crazy. But for for our boy Bo, your guy, Penn State guy, second round victory, five to one. Really, that's a fun. <laughs> That's a fun dog. Um, this is why f- betting on fights is fun. I love going to the the best the fight odds. Gummy's got just all, like, got my yeah, brain that, firing. That that ain't a bad play either. Because <laughs> look, I, I think he's probably gonna win in the first sixty seconds. If we're being honest, but like you're right, it like. If you what got him sweat. by submission, you you play the submission prop anyway. <laughs> well, you might as well spri- sprinkle a little on that that second round too, because that second round. If that pays off, maybe he gets a submission in the second round. Well, and and Pickett's got to, you know, the he obviously has to know that coming in that he's gonna be in trouble. <laughs> so, <know>. and <laughs> and no one wants to be humiliated like that. So he's gonna probably Wait, be doing right. everything he can to defend. So it. make sure you shop around because you can take uh, Bo to win by submission in the first round plus one hundred and five. Hmm. I like we, that one. I I think I might well. 
you, when you're talking five to one, you're really talking my, my language. But <laughs> plus 105 is probably the, the better of the two plays there. But hey, maybe JB Pickett just runs circles around the cage like a crazy man until uh until the second round starts. I love I mean, again, just you gotta keep going deeper and deeper into the mine. Value hunting. <laughs> value digging out those those value uh gold mines, those chunks. Hey, before we get to the rest of the fight, shout out to talkify.com slash SGPN. Hey, think about it. You're listening to the show right now. You're probably really into MMA, UFC. Maybe there's a girl out there that you also really into UFC, MMA. Think how how fun that would be to share. Uh, just yeah, invite her over, watch the John Jones uh, pay per view. Maybe put the bones in John Jones. The best thing about uh, talking some moves on each other. Yeah, exactly. Rear naked choke, whatever, whatever two consenting adults agree to in the safety of their own home. We're all for it. Uh, the best part is about talkify again, they do all the heavy lifting. Hey, if you, if uh, it's been a long time since I've been out on a first date, but those things can be complete <laughs> nightmares, especially if you're just, you know, swiping left and right. You have no idea who you're actually going to end up with. Again, Talkify does the heavy lifting and Talkify, you want to talk about lead pipe locks. 80% of their clients met their person within the first 12 matches. Again, so bet smarter, or sorry, uh, date smarter, <laughs> not harder. And uh, Talkify helps you make that happen. Uh, and, and you got a great deal as well. Uh, our listeners, 20% off when you become a client at talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T A W K I F Y.com slash SGPN for 20%. Percent off when you become a client. Talkify.com slash SGPN. Nice work. Thank you. Um, got some more fights up. And now this one is, I, I mean, minus a minus 500. I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly. No, no, you, <laughs> minus, minus 215. Yeah, minus 215 is the price for Matthews Gamrot versus Jalen Turner. Turner plus 175. Dog. Matus Gamrot Matus. I'm going with Matus. You, you, you had it right the first time oh, again. Matus. You're, you're upsetting John probably so much right. He had he was he had so much hope for your bad pronunciation. Oh man! And you're letting him down with Sorry. your good stuff. There's a good there's a good one coming up for you. Though, oh yeah, so there's worry. there's a couple here that I'm already sweating bullets over here. So Gamrot uh, taking the fight on short notice, still a minus two fifteen favorite. What do you make of that in general? Do you have a way you handicap short notice uh, in general, or uh, and how does it apply specifically to this fight? Yeah, so shout out to my my co-host Jeff Fox who uh, who tracks all kinds of stats like that, and he's got a, a laundry list uh, stashed away somewhere in a, <laughs> uh, old Google Doc or something. But but basically, short notice fighters are only winning about a third of the time. So like automatically, you, a lot of people fade those short notice fighters, especially if they haven't had a full training camp he's really only working with like three or four weeks here. Um, and, and for that reason, I actually think the number has come down a little bit. He could be like a negative 300 to negative 400 favorite. Cause he's such a good grappler. He's so good at jujitsu. He's such a mean wrestler. Um, he actually was in the, the um, like world championships for grappling Abu Dhabi combat club is the name of the company that does that. So like he is super high level. He'd probably be a negative 400 favorite, but he's taking it on short notice which is actually why I like his price here. I, I actually mm. like Gamrot because Jalen Turner struggled with wrestlers in the past. He fought uh, Matt Frivola, a dude from Long Island who loves to wrestle. He just took him down and like beat the hell out of him on the mat for pretty much all three rounds. And I kind of see the same thing happening here for Gamrot. Gamrot is just like a mean Polish dude who just wants to 
to bring the hammer. With oh. that being said, you know, I, I can't believe I keep saying boring, like decision props and hoping that fights get to the second round and not <laughs> somebody gets knocked out in 30 seconds. But I actually think like the over or, uh, you know, like the over with Mateus Gamrot here is probably like a nice way to parlay it together to get a little more value out of negative 232. All right. Now, does he have a sweet? He's Polish. Does he have a sweet nickname like the Polish Hammer? What is his? No, uh, it's, it's it's brutal. It's the gamer. Oh, uh, really? Which is like, what? What are you Come doing with on. that one? It's a, it's that's, a, that's it's a modern name, right? Like, yeah, but kids ga- ga- gamer, I think of like some kid who's been holed up drinking Mountain Dew Surge or whatever, and you know doesn't have any muscle mass. And <laughs> well, he's going against the guy with the nickname of the tar- Tarantula. So oh. Yeah. And that one's actually really fitting. I talked to Jalen Turner one time about how he got that nickname. He used to be deathly afraid of spiders, oh, right? Like terrified of spiders. And then somebody convinced him to to purchase himself a tarantula to get over it. Yeah. Like three weeks later, he had like 250 of them what? and like had to like seek help getting rid of them. <laughs> oh man. This guy seems like it's not about the spiders. He may have an addictive personality. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Anyone who is really too into spiders or reptiles, you got to keep an eye on those folks. It's like cats, but the other way. Yes, like inward. A yeah. L- um, little bit more, a little bit more dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I, you right, you so can't go against a Polish favorite, Cameron. And I, and I, I like the angle of the short fighter notice, but uh, or, or would maybe lead you to taking the dog. But uh, Gummy made some good, good. So we want there. we like the over. So I mean, you could do something like just straight up parlay uh, the over with. With the fighter and, and bring that price down, Sean. Because, like, if you think it's a three round fight, if you take over two and a half rounds hmm. plus 132, but if you take over one and a half rounds and you take that minus 150, you parlay it with the now discounted price of what, minus 215, you can get that down to about an easy money. So. That's that, what I'm talking about. That feels like yeah. it sounds. I think I just translated what 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 Dan said to us into <laughs> a nice part. Every I feel like every fight we're walking away with a nice bet here. Yeah, so. just stacking up something value. extra to sweat. The second the the fight gets to the second round is going to be an excellent. Oh, sweat. that's going to be amazing. Us rooting for the fight to not end. All right. Uh, next yeah. up, we got Shavkat Rachmanva. Or sorry, Shak Shavkat. Rachmanov. There we go. Got it. And then Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal oh, plus wow. 390 favorite. <laughs> a Rachmanov, a minus five, th- or sorry, Neal's obviously the dog at plus 390. Rachmanov, minus 535. I was hoping for a G off. <laughs> how, how say you on this one, Gumby? Uh, so, you know, this is another one where they're trying to showcase their young fighter, Shafkat Rachmanov, against the guy who, in Jeff Neal, who, who everybody seems to forget in the division all the time. Like he's really, really good. And always has been, he's been in the top 10 for like the last three years, but he's not been the number two guy or he's not been the number three guy. He's been the number 10 guy nonstop for the last three years. So this is the guy that who they plan on building him up in the division. With that being said, like, I hate the fact that this has somehow ballooned its way up to negative 500. Cause while like, you know, I'm still picking Bo nickel to win at negative 2,300. <laughs> I don't, I don't think you find very much value on Shafkat Rachmanov at negative 500, like without picking, like you said before, like some really minuscule stuff. Like if you think you can submit them in the second half of the second round or something wild like that, like, I, I don't think you find very much. I actually just think all of the value in this fight is on the dog. Like I, I think the upset pick, mm. I, I don't think Jeff Neal is going to win this. Like if gun to my head, I have to pick it or, or you're going to shoot a puppy. Like I, I'll pick shop got Rockman <laughs> off every time, but I do like 
Jeff Neal more than I like that price. Ryan, uh, good news. We don't have to shoot the puppy. Okay. I'm with you. Wow. I'm with you. Jeff Neal. I can hear it in I, Gumby's voice I, when he's shying away from a guy like Rachmanov and, and Jeff Neal. Plus three ninety seems like a, a Sean, pretty I, good pretty I, good price I, for Jeff Neal. I have to show you this guy's fucking picture on uh shout out to <laughs> shout out to Sure Dog, another thing that's existed long enough for me to I don't even know how the best way to show you can you see this guy's picture? Actually, I'll just put it I'm gonna put it on top of go, let's see. Top uh, yeah, put it on top of the uh <laughs> I'm gonna put it on top. Oh, I can't even get it over there. Yeah, sorry guys. But if you go to Sure Dog oh and you pull up, uh, uh, is he wearing a? Uh, he's wearing like his country's flag as yeah. his only piece of clothing, and definitely some sort of animal parts on his head. Because what I was gonna show you, I was gonna be like, dude, this Jeff Neal guy. Is, what's his nickname? Hands of Steel with a Z in the hands, okay, not an yeah. S. I mean, yeah. this is this is a video game character. I mean, but then I saw the I saw and, and I saw the other guy, and he's American. He's a big dog. This <laughs> is, I mean, this is everything we like. Well, we need. We did have to find that big dog. So I guess now we have Jeff Neal is the big dog. But but it's gonna be hard if if he comes out with a, a goddamn polar bear head on his fucking head. <laughs> I, I don't know, Sean. We might be in trouble. Yeah, that is always uh, that is part. I of the heard concern. the way that Gumby said that he sees value, but he thinks there's no like basically he does. You know, we're killing puppies if this guy wins. <laughs> so I really torn here. But yeah, we have to have a big dog. Next well, up, that, that's definitely the big dog to have too. That because like you're you're gonna see a big dog in this next fight, and it's a miserable one. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, so this, do, is, this is the dog you want to put down. I'm. I'm. Yes. Hold on. Let me get. All right. Everyone's ready. Jong, you ready? <laughs> I think I might got. The, I might have this one, Valentina Shevench. Oh damn it, Shevchenko. <laughs> Valentina Shevchenko, uh, minus eight fifteen versus Alexa Grasso. Grasso a plus five forty dog. What's your take on the fight and my pronunciation? Uh, close, Shevchenko. Uh, she- Valentina oh. Shevchenko is Shevchenko. Uh, yeah, is is a beast. She's been the the queen of this division for, you know, as long as pretty much this division has been going. And in her last fight, people saw that there was maybe a little chink in the armor and she could get taken down and somebody could beat her up. So what did the UFC do? They turned around and gave her somebody who would never even attempt to take down and instead <laughs> would just box with her nonstop for 25 minutes. Uh, and not only that, somebody who will box with her for 25 minutes and is giving up massive reach advantage, massive oh. fight advantage. She used to fight a weight class down. So she's a little extra small and like, yeah, she won her way to this title shot, but like this was the perfect rebound fight for a fighter who they were like, you know, she's one of the best we have. Uh, and Alexa Grasso just isn't going to be able to reach her. She's going to get her face kicked in. So <laughs> I, I like Valentino Shevchenko. If you're looking for an avenue to bet again, an absolutely absurd number in there. I, I actually think the under is probably going to cash here in like early finishes. If you want to pick like, Ooh. you know, first or second round finishes here for Valentino Shevchenko, because while Alexa Grasso, you know, hasn't been knocked out a bunch and she is a decent boxer. She is like really aggressive and she knows that that's like her path to victory. So like if she gets in Shevchenko's face, we've seen her, you know, kick somebody's head into the second row. So I, I think she could do that again. <laughs> I want to see that. Uh, her to win in the first round plus two seventy. Second see, that's round, how I'm playing. It. Second round five to one. Third round eleven to one. So see, I I I think you just started off. Maybe it is as big of a mismatch as we think, and she just comes in there. Uh, for her to win, like by, Gumby said, kicks the girl's head off. <laughs> for her to win by knockout, and maybe this is the disc. It's two to one. 
The difference between the, the the fight price and the the knockout price, yeah, I guess, indicates maybe that maybe that's she what, is maybe tough that's, to knock out. Maybe that's an easier way to play it. I'll, I think I'll just take her uh, I, I, to win by knockout. I, yeah, we're one. gonna see someone's head get kicked in. So that's what I'm excited <laughs> about. All right, and if you wanted to add more value to that too, just Ooh. taking like you know like the under three and a half or under four and a half too, like you're only losing a round on the end there too, and you, you could probably get a little more out of it. Oh yeah, good. That's why we bring the sharps on, right? Finding that value. Well, then the fighting same game parlay game is. Oh, it's gotta be. Uh, that same. is a that is a rabbit hole I want to jump down. <laughs> and now it's time for the main event. John Bones Jones, a minus one sixty favorite, versus Cyril Game at plus one forty. Gumby. What do you, what do you, where is John Bones Jones right now? What is his health? <laughs> what shape is he in? Has he been doing Molly? Like, where are we, where are we at? What's his, uh, where's his life at? So it is Vegas, John, right now. He's been in Vegas for, for four <laughs> days. We call that Vegas, John. And Vegas, John is a dangerous thing. Um, Wait, now, now, they- now that, that right there, <laughs> you got to keep him in like, uh, you know, Des Moines, Iowa, in a Holiday Inn, and he flies out the day of. You're giving him four <laughs> days in Vegas? I mean, I, I can't. Se- I think they gave him seven. But, <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's not a good thing. Um, but it, on top of that, too. They did his media day pictures the other day, and uh, I was expecting, you know, he's the brother of Chandler Jones. He's the brother of Arthur Jones. He's allowed to bulk up for like the first time ever. Yeah. I was expecting to see something really impressive, and I <laughs> didn't. Um, like, I don't know if you guys have gotten a chance to see what I he did. looks like, uh, but I, I pulled up the, the popular MMA website, MMA Junkie, and they're like, get the first looks at John Jones at Heavyweight, and there's a picture of him without his shirt on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of a that's kind of a bummer because he could gain 60 pounds of you know seemingly muscle or something, and he looks like he picked a spot to to gain it, um, which wasn't a lot in his skinny little legs and a mm. little bit maybe in his arms, but there's some midsection there, and it kind of bummed me out because I was like, this guy's been saying he's going to bulk up and go to heavyweight for three years now, and this is how he decided to do it. Uh, this is you know. Now, granted, I haven't gained that much muscle in, in <laughs> three years, but uh, I feel like that kind of bummed me out a little bit about him. I also, if you wanted to be on John Jones, and, and I'm going to disappoint you guys here, I'm not on John oh, Jones. No. Oh no! Um, yeah, and you you can go against me on this one if you want, but like <laughs> the the John Jones that used to exist, the one who choked Loyola Machida cold and dropped his you know dead oh, carcass man. on the side of the canvas, <laughs> the one that we know and love, I don't think it's there anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean like. The the one even three years ago when he beat Dominic Reyes, which by the way is a win that has aged terribly. Uh, that guy, I'm not sure, has won since then. Uh, and he only scored like two out of nine takedowns in that fight. He he just doesn't seem to have like the same killer instinct. His last three fights have all gone to decision, uh, which is you know not a not a pretty way for him to be ending fights. Uh, when he was you know he was that killer. He came in with elbows and knocked out Shogun and you know choked Machida cold and choked Rampage Jackson. All these legends out. Uh, and now he, he's kind of one who just plays pitter patter on the outside. And I think that's a nightmare against a guy from a kickboxing background and yeah. Dane, who's it, it, the guy's going to be way bigger than him too. You know, that's the other thing is like, he is an actual heavyweight. He is not a guy who put on a little midsection heading into a heavyweight fight for the first time. He's, he's a guy who actually looks like he weighs 265 and he's a guy who boxes. Uh, and, and as long as he can keep it on the feet. And I know people are worried about that. I really do think it's a real gains fight to lose. So 
I like surreal quite a bit in this one, especially as that price trends up and up. I wouldn't jump on it if you're a surreal game better. Like, wait until that's almost fight time because that number keeps rising too. Yeah. Well, that's because a bunch of donkeys like us Yeah, some drunk dudes have been watching wait, conference wait, tournament so games what, all day. Do we have weight, weights yet? Official weights? That already they don't, happened. but oh. I, I saw some skeezy, skeezy sports books where you could bet on uh, Josh <laughs> weight. Um, it was, I think, the over under was set at two forty four and a half. And if I, you happen to be a member at a skeezy sports book that's offering, I, I suggest pounding the over on that one. I'll take the over on two forty four and a half. <laughs> he looks like it was like a casual weight gain plan. Like it, he wasn't eating like <laughs> you know plant based proteins and 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 lean oh, meats. Here, here comes Ryan with his plant based <laughs> agenda. I, I'm just saying, I I actually was I, God's eye was tuned into uh, s- something that was doing a f- little fight preview, and they showed the picture that that Gumby's referring to, and it. I mean, it just looked like someone who it like sh- showed up for a, like r- like rough and rowdy. Like he's got a gut. Not that John yeah. Jones was ever like super duper shredded, but he kind of has a gut. Yeah. D- well, I it- know Chuck Liddell fought many years with a, with a very large gut. Well, but I- yeah, I mean that Chuck Liddell was the different, was the different ice time. man, a little different that was style. Like, that was like golfers back before they were athletes. Like yeah, I mean John John Daly was a, a tour champ at one point. Things things have changed with fitness and All stuff. Right, just how, just how so for the record, so we're gonna bet against John Jones. No, no, I, I Gummy's crazy. <laughs> have you seen John Bones uh, Jones? I kind of like what he said. If this dude's like all muscle, two fifty, <laughs> and John Jones like put on thirty five pounds of fat to get up to the weight, I kind of like the idea of fading that for plus odds, Sean. No. We like money more than we like John Jones. No, not not in this. Uh, it's a real game. Listen, He's I, from France. I can't. I can't pull. This I thing. believed in. I believed in Santa Claus was when I was a child, and then I grew up, and it's okay. <laughs> How long has it been since Jones? What like what is the exact uh, date since his last UFC fight? It was February 2020. Yeah, he oh. fought Dominic Reyes. So it, it has been almost to the date three years, a little over it. How is he favored? <laughs> <laughs> and again, it wasn't, it wasn't impressive. And like, you can go back and look at what, what Dominic Reyes has done since then. And he's just got knocked unconscious pretty much every single fight after losing to John Jones mm. by like a close decision. Mm. Uh, and so like even John Jones three years ago, I was still starting to be like, man, when's somebody going to finally kind of just like bump him oh. out of the way? Uh, is he going to finally have that one bad game, one match and, and lose his belt? And now he's like, well, I'll take three years off and continue to be called Bones, despite uh, maybe not fitting that moniker anymore. <laughs> he's not uh, skin and bones anymore. Just yeah. call him John Old Bones Jones. Oh, yeah. Ryan, I can't believe you're slandering yeah. Bones Jones. He's a child of the '80s. Dude. Here's what I'm going to do. Bones. What is his? Uh, do we have his? Uh, I can pull it. Win up. by KO price. Oh, of course. Because that's the only way I want to bet this. Jones. Just a sweet ass knockout to to get me jacked up. Jones by knockout, you can get uh like 350, 325. Okay. That's a, that's the way I'm playing it. Oh. Give me bones and a knockout, bringing back uh just bringing back some swagger. What what uh you can go Jones to win in the first round 7 to 1? No. Oh, no. <laughs> This is gonna be. He's gonna. To Gumby's point, they're gonna be pitter pattering for a big part of the fight, and then uh, he's just gonna. He's got one sweet knockout left in his system. All he's right. gonna run back and just whale him. Here's my random bet for the fight. Fight ends in in round four or round five. Twenty eight to one and thirty to one. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, again, I. Yeah. That seems crazy. I'm taking the high end of the range, but deal with it. 
No, that ju- that just seems crazy that uh, there there's that just prices there's so, would be that high. There's so much. Well, because I think I think the odds-on favorite is that this. I don't think they expect this fight to 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 go. Uh, I mean, they expect the fight to go long, but go boring long. Like decision yeah. <laughs> decisions, the favorite. I, I think they think if this fight goes past two rounds, it's going to be all the way. It's going to be five. Like you probably can find all the value in like rounds three, four, and five because they're like either these are two heavyweights that are going to knock each other out, or these are two heavyweights that are going to avoid the knockout blow nonstop for twenty five minutes and just stay on the outside. So yeah, I think you're right, but it would be a lot of fun to see one of these two land a knockout at some point. In time. Oh yeah. So um, we should. Oh. oh Play the music. Play the X Files music. So, if this fight ends in a draw, Sean, oh. fifty to one. Really? Oh my god! <laughs> what is better on Santa Clara winning the Pacific Conference tournament or this fight ending in a draw? Santa Clara has a better odds. This is longer odds. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we parlay the two together. <laughs> Little West Coast Conference John Jones uh, fight draw parlay. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, any sort of cross sports stuff, especially for Saturday, because there's responsibly, obviously a ton of stuff going on. You got uh, even crowbar in some spring training games, golf, golf, NBA, NHL, college basketball. You can put together a sweet, sweet XFL. cross sport uh, parlay. Yes, and of course the XFL. All right, time for uh, what are we gonna give out, Ryan? A lock and a dog? Oh, whatever, whatever you want. What are you feeling? Okay. Uh, here's what we'll do for my lock. My lock will also be a dog in Trevin Jones just to win. Okay. My dog, give dog. me John Jones to win by KO. USA. Oh, Jesus Christ. USA. Sean, I, all right. Here's what I'm going to do. What we, do you got? We're going to, we're not going to, we're just going to remind people not to fade Brazilian bad bitches, but <laughs> we're going to stay on the main card. I'm surprised you didn't go. You you like USA. You also like Penn State, Chum. Yeah. So why don't we take as a lock nickel? I mean, w- which did we like better? We like the submission one, right? Yeah. You know what? Uh, and actually, I'll do two locks. Nickel by submission is my other lock. Uh, and that, two locks and a dog. Yeah, that was like minus one sixty, I think. Uh, and and shout out to Jong. He pointed out in the chat somewhere that for nickel to win inside of sixty seconds, you can get that at between plus one seventy five and plus three thirty three in, in certain places out there. Hmm. Um, I'll just go submission. That's that's a little simpler for my dog. Yeah, what do you got? We're gonna fade John Jones. Oh wow, Ryan! <laughs> I mean, how often do you get to get? He hasn't shown the pandemic happened. Yeah. What do you think he was doing? You think he was training? Yeah, he was you think, social distancing. You think John Jones asked for a humidifier in his hotel room? No, he's all dehydrated out there. Big fat guy now, dehydrated. <laughs> this is going to be embarrassing. Wow. And I'm going to hate maybe every, for you. And I'm you're, gonna, I'm gonna are you going to are you going to wear like a little beret and have some baguettes oui, while you're oui. watching the game? I mean, I got the nothing fight. wrong with good good uh, good bread. No, I do like good bread. Yeah. Baguettes are awesome. So your lock, little, little weird. Their hot dogs are orange <laughs> over there on the streets, but your your lock is nickel by submission. Your dog is surreal game. And I also like that one that John threw out there for nickel to win inside of sixty seconds at plus whatever. Yeah. All right. So what do you got? What do you got out here, Gumby? 
So I think for a lot, uh, I'll take uh, Matteo's Gamrot. Oh. I think, you know, even though you, you're you probably going to get absurd prices as it gets closer and closer to the fight, I'll, uh, I'll take it by decision, too, as my lock. Okay. Uh, I'll say, which is, uh, it gets it down a little bit to a, a nicer place for me. I think it's, they, I think I saw a negative, or plus 200 was what he was betting off to win by decision. And I think he's just going to absolutely control that fight. So I'll take that one. And then for my dog, I'll go with Surreal Game with you guys, too. Yeah, I, I think... With Kramer, to, to be clear, not me. I love <laughs> I love American yes. John Bones Jones. No, he, we're the sharp, <laughs> sharp side of the table over here. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the baguettes. <laughs> taking the uh, baguettes. Ga- ga- Gamrot by decision, uh, you can get as high as plus two seventy five. My my hey, lord, really? My lord, that's a that's a juicy lock. Sean, well, are you writing all this down? Getting it all down. Please have the uh, the action team get down on all of this for us. We will be getting down on all this action and all of the great winners uh, that Daniel Gumby Vreeland and Jeff Arctic Fox (laughs) give out over on the MMA Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to that wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Follow the show Twitter at SGPN MMA. Uh, check out Gumby on Twitter as as well at Gumby Vreeland. Gumby, uh, thanks so much for calling in, man. A lot of fun. Best of luck with the fights. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, toss us a nice rating review over at uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars over on Spotify. Again, uh, code Madness ten percent off all the awesome gear in the merch. Got some uh, MMA merch in there. Gumby's rocking the sweet SGPN USA hat. Personal USA. favorite. Well, do we have a do we have have an SGPN France hat? We'll work on getting getting that one up there for you, Ryan. For the Sports Gambling Packets, I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. Let me be the first to say, R.I.P. John Jones. Kramer, let it ride.